The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Too often we rely solely or primarily on conventional medicine to treat symptoms and disease. But these can mask the problems, so we never get to the root cause of the disease. There are better choices. Welcome to Generation Regeneration with your host, Sandra Guy Malhotra. Conventional medicine does play an important role in effective treatment, but even more important are the daily lifestyle, food, and spiritual choices we make. Now, here is Sandra Guy Malhotra. Everyone and happy holidays. I'm Sandra Malhotra, your host for Generation Regeneration. Thank you for joining me today. Today's show will be an objective discussion about vaccines so that parents can understand the risks and empower themselves with information so that they can make informed decisions for their family. Our guest is Andy Day, the parent of a child who sustained a vaccine injury. I'd also like to welcome our listeners to Generation Regeneration. Today's topic is a controversial one, and our goal is to treat it fairly so that parents have the information they need to make informed decisions about vaccinating their children. The reason the subject of vaccines is controversial is because the government's stance is that vaccines are safe and effective for all. And if you question this orthodoxy, you are somehow un-American, paranoid, or ignorant. Ardent pro-vaccine groups don't even want you to hear the other side, which should be a huge red flag in and of itself. The concerning thing about all of this is that the facts do not support this government stance, and so we all should hear about both sides of this issue, and no one should be belittled for asking reasonable questions about such an important topic. Andy and I are going to ask a lot of questions, actually, and we are not paranoid loonies. We are serious, educated adults and accomplished professionals who know how to gather information and assess a situation. We are therefore going to focus on the facts and provide information that parents can use to make the best decisions for their families. This is by no means an anti-vax show. We believe there could be a place for vaccinations for public health, along with things like nutrition, good hygiene, clean food, and clean water, the latter being especially important in third world countries. However, like so many other things in the U.S., the situation has gotten out of control and needs to be reconsidered. The situation is summed up eloquently on a website called FocusAutism.org. They state, Today our nation is facing one of its greatest health emergencies, the epidemic of autism and other neurological and immunological disorders. The correlation between the skyrocketing vaccine schedule and the increase in chronic illness is stark and needs to be investigated. While reviewing powerful evidence of this link, Focus Autism has encountered evidence of other environmental factors, namely from fluoride to food to pharmaceuticals that have diminished rather than enhanced the health of all Americans. We live sicker and die younger than people in other countries, and the gap is growing. Industry plays a direct role in the growth of autism and chronic illness through its health agencies, approval processes, connections to pharmaceutical companies, and the education and manipulation of doctors. 
the United States, expected to have the best healthcare system in the world, has the highest infer- infant mortality rate of 34 developed countries. Something must be done. That's very well put. Now let's move on to some other facts about vaccines in particular, courtesy of the movie Bought, which is available online for viewing. Let's focus on the legal angle first. Because of a 1905 ruling by the U.S. Supreme Court called Jacobson v. Massachusetts, states have the right to enforce compulsory vaccination laws. Then in 1922, the Supreme Court ruled that a school system could refuse admission to a student who failed to receive a vaccination. In 1986, Congress passed an act called the National Childhood Vaccine Injury Act, which essentially absolved manufacturers, doctors, hospitals, etc., of almost all liability in the event of a vaccine injury. Then in October of 1988, as part of the National Childhood Vaccine Injury Act of 1986, they created the National Vaccine Injury Compensation Program, called the VICP. The VICP was established to ensure an adequate supply of vaccines, stabilize vaccine costs, and establish and maintain an accessible and efficient forum for individuals found to be injured by certain vaccines. The VICP is a no-fault alternative to the traditional tort system for resolving vaccine injury claims that provides compensation to people found to be injured by certain vaccines. The U.S. Court of Federal Claims decides who will be paid, and up to this point, over $2 billion has been paid out in vaccine court to families of children whose bodies were damaged after receiving vaccines. So this is a serious issue. Okay, let's move on to the business angle. Vaccines are a big high margin business. In 2005, the global vaccine market was 10 billion. In 2015, it is expected to be 41 billion. So the government requires children to be vaccinated for to a certain degree, especially to attend schools. But if something goes wrong, no one is at fault. So big pharma is protected and sees a great upside from this lucrative business. And in order to maximize profit, patients' best interests, because the profits likely outweigh any damages they may have to pay. Here are some cases regarding drugs. GlaxoSmithKline omitted suicidal tendencies in children in their studies of Paxil, which is an antidepressant. They labeled those members of the trial as non-compliant so they could be ignored, and this drug could be prescribed to a young age group. Their findings were even published in prestigious medical journals, but lo and behold, they had to pay about $3 billion in damages because of this serious concern between suicidal tendencies in children and their intake of Paxil. Johnson & Johnson, another big one, used fraudulent material for testing, approval, and marketing of Risperdal, an antipsychotic. They made $44 billion in profit and had to pay $3 billion in damages, which is less than 10%. Merck, another one, attempted to silence whistleblowers who objected to data being falsified about the efficiency of the mumps vaccine. They didn't want it revealed that it was not working as well as it had decades ago. So Big Pharma is in the business of maximizing their profits, and vaccines are a part of those profits. They aren't in the business of doing what's best for the rest of us, necessarily. Data from the drug and vaccine manufacturers is then provided to the government, who sets the policy for doctors, such as the vaccine schedule for children. Let's take a look at that vaccine schedule. 
in the 1970s and 1980s, which is when I grew up, I'm a member of Generation X, 23 doses of seven vaccines were required for children. Now today, 69 doses of 16 vaccines are required, 49 of those before the age of six. And quite concerning is the fact that there has been no study of this entire vaccine schedule, which just seems to grow. It's also concerning that as mercury was phased out of vaccines in about 2000, the amount of aluminum in them has increased, and we all know that aluminum can make its way to the brain. Doctors are taught this vaccine schedule, but not about the ingredients in the vaccines or any risks. So I'm not saying here that doctors are villains. They're really not, because they even are rarely provided any evidence to support this schedule and are not given balanced information that they can pass along to their patients either. And furthermore, the medical establishment will fight any correlations between vaccines and illnesses. What is most disturbing is that the medical establishment does not focus on viable, natural ways to boost immunity, such as nutritious diet, lifestyle, alternative modalities, stress reduction, and supplements, such as vitamins C, D, and selenium. Instead, we are told that the magic bullet and quick fix is a vaccine because our own immune systems are somehow defective and insufficient. So how prevalent are vaccine injuries? It's difficult to say. Medical providers are mandated by law to report vaccine reactions to the CDC's Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System. However, it's estimated that fewer than 10% of vaccine incidents are reported. It seems then that the business of medicine has superseded medical science and public health. Our doctors are not being given unbiased information to pass on to us. Instead, they are educated by and marketed to by Big Pharma. In the 1950s, clinical trials were done with the public interest at the forefront. However, today, they are done to target as many markets as possible to increase profits. So this was a lot of information. Let's take a moment to summarize. The government can force your children to be vaccinated, and in the last 30 years, the full vaccination schedule has tripled. Hence, vaccines are a multi-billion dollar business worldwide. In the U.S., vaccine manufacturers and the medical establishment are not liable if illness or death results, even though the full vaccine schedule has not been rigorously tested. And if anyone questions this orthodoxy, they are branded a paranoid loon and dismissed. The medical establishment does not encourage us to pursue low-cost and natural ways of boosting our immunity, which can and should be quite robust. And if you think this sounds like a dangerous situation, it is, because debilitating vaccine injuries do occur and no one is currently being held responsible. Hence, the full immunization schedule remains intact and fiercely protected by the medical establishment. So in light of all of this information, I'd say it's time to be branded a heretic and ask some questions. So Andy, welcome to the show. Yeah, heretic and proud of it. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, so, Andy. appreciate the opportunity. You're very welcome. Thank you for joining us and sharing the story about your daughter. We have a short break coming up in just a couple of minutes, but before that, can you just tell us which vaccine injured your child and how old was she? Sure, uh, but just as a prelude, uh, I'd like to state up front that 
Everything I state on this show are my personal views and opinions and not that of uh, any current or, or past employer. Uh, so, so my daughter was, was 12 years old. She's our only child, a gifted and talented uh, child who excelled in school, um, you know, played the piano, swam, uh, you know, did classical dancing and took all that in her stride, was extremely curious, eager to learn. And, and then um, she, uh, to your point, uh, the school insisted that we give her chickenpox vaccine or, you know, the trade name is or the brand name is Varicella, also called Varivax. Um, and uh, the fact that sh- she's administered this as a precondition for middle school, which was also what her pediatrician insisted on. And, uh, you know, shame on us because we were unaware of our rights uh, to actually opt out of, of that vaccine schedule. Until, you know, we learned about it, uh, you know, far too late. So a little bit about chickenpox vaccine. I mean, this country is probably the only one that mandates chickenpox vaccine or is one of a few because... From thousands of years ago, uh, it has been widely recognized that having chickenpox is actually a good thing for the most part, and it actually is Mother Nature's way of imparting immunity for, for shingles, which is caused by the same basic virus called a zoster virus, uh, and which is far more expensive and painful to treat as an adult. Uh, so we actually didn't want to give her the chickenpox vaccine, but again, the school and, the, and our pediatrician insisted that Unless she had it, there was no way she would get into middle school, which is why we went through the administration. Uh, and then, you know, she had, uh, you know, fever within 24 hours, uh, which we didn't pay much of attention to. Mm. But Andy, again, if I could of, interrupt sorry. you for just one moment, just one moment. Yeah. Let, let's take a quick break on that note. You can get into what your daughter experienced after the vaccine when we come back. Sure. So thank, thank you for introducing And we are talking about vaccines with my special guest, Andy Day, whose child was struck with a vaccine injury. This is Sandra Malhotra with Generation Regeneration, and we'll be right back. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. A new health and wellness community is coming in January 2015 called HoldTreatment.com. As a practitioner, you can increase your visibility by creating a detailed profile, posting blogs, advertising online and live events, and accepting online appointments. As a client, you can learn about holistic healing modalities, research practitioners to find the best one for you, and conveniently book online appointments, all for free. We aspire to change the way healthcare is practiced. And together, we can do it. Visit whole-treatment.com to find out more. GMOs, or genetically modified organisms, are plants or animals that have been genetically engineered with DNA from bacteria, viruses, or other plants and animals. These experimental combinations of genes from different species cannot occur in nature or in traditional crossbreeding. Most developed nations do not consider GMOs to be safe. Right now, over 80% of the corn and soy grown in the U.S. is genetically modified, and we should be able to choose whether we wish to consume these foods or not. Visit non-gmoproject.org forward slash learn dash more. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. 
Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. A fresh look at today's health. Voice America Health & Wellness. This is Generation Regeneration with Sandra Guy Malhotra. To connect with Sandra, send an email to Sandra Malhotra at wcubedcommunity.com or tweet at Sandra G. Malhotra, hashtag WeAreGenR. She looks forward to your comments. Now back to Generation Regeneration. Welcome back to Generation Regeneration. This is your host, Sandra Malhotra. And today, Andy Day is sharing his family's story of experiencing and healing from a debilitating vaccine injury. And right before the break, Andy was telling us about his daughter, who at age 12 received the chickenpox vaccine. And Andy, if you'd like to pick off where, where you left off there with regards to how your daughter reacted after she received the vaccine. Uh, absolutely. Um, so, you know, we, we noticed uh, about a fever uh, within the first 24 hours and, you know, gave her Tylenol, uh, which, as we learned later, again, is, is not a great combination. And what we witnessed after that was kind of this notion of the cascading effect. So um, just like to digress for a minute and, you know, tell the audience uh, that this movie called Bot which Sandra just referred to, I think, is a must-see uh, for, for every parent. I wish I had seen that movie. Um, it is just released, uh, you know, a month ago or so, or a little more than a month ago, and it has an amazing array of uh, objective, you know, f- fact-based insights, which I think every parent should be aware of. So, again, the, the movie actually talks about this notion of this cascading, you know, effect or cascading deterioration. And that's literally what we witnessed in our daughter, which, as you can imagine, is, is really gut-wrenching, you know, for a parent when we witnessed our gifted and talented child literally deteriorate over weeks and months. What we saw was, you know, the onset of defiance in a child who was otherwise, you know, compliant um, starting to have, uh, you know, issues, you know, at school, starting to get nervous about homework when she's been a straight-A student all along. And, and then the, ad, the nadir was literally at the point where she, she got to a point where she stopped eating, drinking, and sleeping. And, oh, my goodness. Uh, <laughs> you, you can imagine. I mean, it, it's, it is trauma of the worst kind, right, to witness your child get to that state. And uh, we, we, we took her to, to the emergency room at Children's and, uh, you know, they put her on observation and then, uh, you know, administered basically, you know, what are, you know, mild psychotropic drugs. And the, the issue with those drugs is if as a parent, you, you know, you read through the literature and, and, and see the horrendous side effects that the psychotropic drugs have. Uh, it's, it's, you know, it, it is, it, there's no way you can, you can, you can have, you can, you can give it to them. But again, the mainstream medical system tells you there's, there's no other way. And I think the key message here for me is there are other and, you know, proven, um, you know, far more established techniques uh, which have been around for thousands of years. 
Yes. And Can I which, interrupt you for just one second yeah. and ask a quick question? So at this point, when she had reached the point of being hospitalized, did you put it together that it was the vaccine or were you still unclear at that point as to what the cause was? Not entirely, right? Because you, you do read of these things, but you can never connect and, and, and imagine that, you know, it's, it's, it's going to happen to you. But uh, we did see the deterioration in, 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 in her and on, on speaking with her, her doctors, the doctors that treated her, and, and when, we, when we related this, it became, you know, completely clear to us that, I mean, she had, you know, she wasn't exposed to any other kind of, you know, risk-based stimuli, right? I mean, she, she wasn't doing adventure sports or any of that. Uh, you know, she pretty much went to school, came home. We went on, on vacations. We, 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 we pretty much paid attention to, to what she ate and, and, and drank, drank and all of that. So there, we virtually eliminated anything else that could have caused this deterioration. And based on, again, conversations and insights from the doctors that treated her, it became very, very clear to us that it was the chickenpox vaccine. And, and there's actually great levels of depth. I mean, to your earlier point, um, the chickenpox vaccines often have aluminum in them. They also have the chickenpox vaccine in this case apparently has three kinds of MSG, which if it makes its way to the brain, you know, causes what is known as oxidative damage, right? Or if it makes its way to the gut, starts to impact your brain chemistry and your complete emotional state of well-being. So, yeah, based on those conversations, we were left with no doubt that it was the chickenpox vaccine. Okay, okay. And how do you think it affected her? Was it primarily neurological? Uh, yes, it, you know, emotionally and which, uh, you know, neurologically and which obviously uh, translated into into her, you know, physical behavior as well, right? I mean, um, at her worst case, I mean, she, she just, she basically stopped functioning, right? I mean, she was terrified of eating food or drinking water. She didn't, she didn't, uh, you know, sit down or speak for over a year. I mean, it was, it was gut-wrenching. In many ways, it, it's, it's like a fate worse than death, right? She, she didn't speak for over a year. Yes. Wow. So did you have to take her out of school as well? Yeah. There's no way she could go to school in that condition. Um, and what we did then was, you know, seek integrative, you know, medicinal techniques because uh, we, we had read, I mean, it's documented, right, the very, very debilitating impact of psychotropic drugs, especially on young children, right? And to your earlier point, I mean, about that vaccine schedule, the, the, the most obvious thing to ask is, you know, these disorders like ADD, ADHD, autism were, were unheard of, right? I mean, 30, 40 years ago, right? right. And if you look at it today, the, the, the statistics are astronomical, right? One out of every 68 children or so, or 68 out of every thousand children being born in this country are turning autistic by the age of five or six, right? And, and while there are in, there's enough of data, uh, no one's making that correlation, except again for some of those researchers, a lot of whom have been impacted themselves by, with their children who are starting to question, right, about the impact and the correlation between vaccines and diseases like autism, ADHD, ADD, uh, that or even worse, right? I mean, there are some very, very severe and traumatic you know, side effects and, and yes. something that people really need to wake up to. Yes, the website that I referred to, focusautism.org, they also made the good point that especially children are just being bombarded by mm -hmm. so many things today. Yep. It's the vaccines. 
It's the pesticides in food. It's the fluoridation in water. It's the pharmaceutical drugs, some of which can be very strong for various conditions. So Exactly. Yeah, so it it's very hard to tease out if there is one single root cause or if it's the fact that these little bodies are just being bombarded from all directions with things that are in, in a cumulative effect debilitating. Exactly. At a time when their immunity systems are not even developed well, right? Yes. Um, so, so imagine, you know, the vaccine schedule, I mean, the number of 69 vaccines, right? I mean, it's, it's incredible, right? Especially when, you know, 20 or 30 years back, they weren't administered. Today, 90, probably 90 plus, 90 percent plus of countries, you know, these are not administered, right? And, and so I think, it's, 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 I mean, I, I don't think you can, it's, it's probably naive to think the system will change itself overnight. But I think as parents, it, it, it just pays, as, as I can attest, right? I wish I were better informed. I wish I had seen the movie bought. I wish I had studied, you know, this deleterious effects of vaccines, and, and I would have perhaps been, you know, far more proactive, right? I, 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 for instance, learned that as parents in many states, you can actually opt out of, of administering vaccines on grounds of religion and conscience. I mean, Texas, for instance, actually allows that, but I was unaware, and no one, the school did not tell me, her pediatrician did not tell me. That's right. Yes, they pointed out that fact in the movie Bought as well. I know we're referring to that movie a lot, but it really is a powerful one and quite informative. And they interview parents in that movie that are just like you, who had children who were debilitated by a vaccine, and they said exactly the same thing. We wish we had educated ourselves and not just followed the status quo. Exactly. that and is I'm what we're trying to do pretty, today. Yeah, it's just bring awareness. The producer of the of the film, Dr. Tony Bark, yes, uh, actually treated my daughter right, and and is actually helping her, you know, get better. So we're very fortunate on that front. That's right. Yeah, Tony Bark was great in that movie. She was uh, the interviewer for many of the families that were included in the film. So let's do this. Let's change gears after this break that's coming up right now and we can discuss the alternative approaches that you found which really were helpful to your daughter including Dr. Tony Bark and you have even mentioned Dr. Lee Cowden as being helpful so let's uh, change gears and get into what you were able to do given this heartbreaking situation so Thank you. So today we are talking about vaccines with my special guest, Andy Day, whose child was struck with a vaccine injury. This is Sandra Malhotra with Generation Regeneration, and we'll see you on the other side of this short break. Thank you very much for joining us. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. GMOs, or genetically modified organisms, are plants or animals that have been genetically engineered with DNA from bacteria, viruses, or other plants and animals. These experimental combinations of genes from different species cannot occur in nature or in traditional crossbreeding. Most developed nations do not consider GMOs to be safe. Right now, over 80% of the corn and soy grown in the U.S. is genetically modified, and we should be able to choose whether we wish to consume these foods or not. Visit non-gmoproject.org forward slash learn dash more. 
A new health and wellness community is coming in January 2015 called HoldTreatment.com. As a practitioner, you can increase your visibility by creating a detailed profile, posting blogs, advertising online and live events, and accepting online appointments. As a client, you can learn about holistic healing modalities, research practitioners to find the best one for you, and conveniently book online appointments, all for free. We aspire to change the way healthcare is practiced, and together, we can do it. Visit whole-treatment.com to find out more. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. Helping you make informed decisions for your life. This is Voice America Health and Wellness. This is Generation Regeneration with Sandra Guy Malhotra. To connect with Sandra, send an email to Sandra Malhotra at wcubedcommunity.com or tweet at Sandra G. Malhotra, hashtag WeAreGenR. She looks forward to your comments. Now back to Generation Regeneration. Welcome back to Generation Regeneration with your host, Sandra Malhotra. And today, Andy Day is sharing his family's story of experiencing and healing from a debilitating vaccine injury. And before the break, he was explaining to us uh, the heartbreaking decline that he witnessed in his 12-year-old daughter after she received a chickenpox vaccine. And really the lack of uh, support that he was able to receive from the mainstream medical system in terms of trying to heal this debilitating injury. So he then began a quest to find alternative approaches to help her. And so we're going to spend this segment focusing on that. So Andy, why don't you explain to us uh, how you found, what you found, and how you proceeded in helping your daughter to heal. Sure. Um, so I think there's, there's, there's a point that I'd like to get across, which is really important, especially in terms of vaccines like chickenpox, which is that it's, it's not just another chemical compound, right? It, it, in many cases, is the live virus that is actually injected in a little child. And, and that is what makes it, in addition to, again, the aluminum, the thimerosal, et cetera, most, most of which has been, has been phased out, that, along with the preservatives that they use uh, with, with the vaccines, is what makes them, it's, in many ways, just my personal opinion, it's, it's like Russian roulette, right? And, and so a couple of hard-earned or hard-learned lessons is never administer more than one vaccine uh, at, at, at a time in any child, right? Because you're just increasing that, increasing that risk because the more of a cocktail it becomes, I mean, you know, I think your risks kind of increase exponentially. So even if your pediatrician, you know, insists because it's easy to do so, I think as a parent, again, please be informed and, and, and never administer more than a single vaccine. The second thing is, you know, do your research, look at the side effects of each vaccine. In addition to the autism.org, there's actually another site called SaneVax that's 
S-A-N-E-V-A-X, which actually documents really well uh, the, the side effects of all these vaccines. And the, the third piece, again, which is important, is, is the adverse event reporting system, right? I mean, it's there online. It gives you an address. So I actually documented my, my daughter's case history and sent it to, to the address on the website. And guess what? That entire package came back to me because the address was wrong. Wow. So that's, that's what you're up against, right? Which is yes. why these cases are woefully, woefully underreported. Yes, that's right. So with that said, uh, so we knew, we knew the, the, the psychotropic drugs were, were horrendous, right, in terms of side effects. And, and thanks to our you know, Asian origin, I mean, five, 6,000 years ago in India and China, um, you know, nature medicine was pretty well known. The fact that nature and the universe um, really was, was the ultimate panacea. In addition to which homeopathy, which originated in Europe, was, was, was pretty well established, right, in, in Europe, in Asia, etc. So we looked for those alternative, uh, you know, paths, if you will, um, you know, just to keep my daughter from being exposed and being administered psychotropic drugs. And thankfully, we found two doctors who are of American origin, who had studied medicine in this, in this country, modern medicine, and as part of the journey, discovered that you know, the suppression of symptoms, which is often what allopathic medicine does, and, and especially the risk of side effects, uh, is, is perhaps not the best way, right? Especially in terms of detoxifying, you know, little children. So Dr. Lee Cowden, uh, who I think Sandra just referred to, is, is pretty amazing. If you research him, he runs an academy of, of integrative medicine. He's probably the Western world's best-known doctor of integrative medicine, although formerly you know, trained as a cardiologist. And what he's done is actually literally reinvent the Indian Ayurveda or nature medicine uh, in, in the Western world, right, using a pharmacy in the, in, in the Ecuador. And what he d- did was basically use a combination of homeopathy and naturopathy to completely detox my daughter, right? Because without that, uh, there was no way of, of, of really, you know, bringing her back or, or healing her. Which toxins did he think were having an effect? Was it metals or what, what did he feel needed to be detoxed from her body? Great question. So what the chickenpox vaccine had done was basically impact her autoimmune system. And so she was, um, you know, impacted by just about everything she was exposed to since her body was, was not producing the antibodies to fight them, right? So a combination of bacteria, viruses, chemicals, minerals, um, you know, black mold, uh, all of that, right? And and Dr. Cowden is the only person I know from my research, and I've obviously done a lot of research in this, who has found this way of detoxifying the body from that entire plethora of, you know, mold, bacteria, viruses, chemicals, minerals, etc., to get the body or the brain in a state where you can actually begin healing or retraining it back. And so the good news about the brain is if, if you were not born with any kind of intrinsic, you know, uh, issue, uh, the brain is, 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 is neuroplastic, right, which means you can actually train it back, um, you know, to, its, uh, to, to a normative state. And, and that's literally, you know, what we're going through. And then we, we found Dr. Tony Bark as, as part of this process as well, and and what she has done is pretty remarkable. She again has embraced. Uh, she's a trained pediatrician, uh, extremely well known, and she has embraced homeopathy. And 
also is an expert on nutrition, right? On the notion of really food being medicine, or she puts you into in, in, into what is called a ketogenic diet. So a diet that is completely devoid of sugars and carbohydrates, etc. And what does that what that does is is again free the brain from from sugars, which in this state has an extremely deleterious effect, and gets the brain in a state when it it'll actually self heal. And combined with you know techniques like neurofeedback, you actually you know bring bring a, you know the child or even an adult uh, pretty pretty close to normal, which is literally the process we're going through you know with 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 my daughter. She's speaking again. You see her emotions come back. She's enjoying music again. She's starting to play the piano. She's starting to dance. Um, she's still in, obviously in a special ed program, but again the teachers tell us that they've seen the kind of progress they've never seen with 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 most other children. Which is okay. a blessing. Yes, it is. Yeah, that's that's very good news that she's being helped by these approaches. And just a couple of notes uh, to learn more about these physicians. Dr. Tony Bark. Her name is T O N I B A R K, and she has a website, disease-reversal.com. If you want to learn more, and what it sounds like these doctors did for your daughter is basically regenerating her brain just figuring out the environment that they need to create in her body so her brain can fix itself. Is that true? Uh, yes, I mean, but that was kind of step two. The step one was detoxifying yes. the body, right? Yes. Uh, because uh, literally, she literally had viruses and bacteria which made their way to her, to her brain, right? And, and so the net impact, I mean, the closest analogy was, you know, she almost experienced a mild stroke, right? Is was the kind of impact that... She has had so. I think with Dr. Cowden, we succeeded in in pretty much detoxifying her, and and then using you know the the insights from Dr. Cowden and Dr. Tony Bark, we are in a process of regenerating the brain, uh, helping her you know heal right and and almost trigger the self healing. You know the, the placebo effect is not a figment of the imagination. I mean, from five thousand years ago, uh, you know, in India and China and in the Far East. They've literally discovered that you can you can actually activate and stimulate those antibodies using a combination of naturopathy, using meditation, using cosmic and energy healing. And and the good news is it's being it's being practiced now and it has been discovered in the West by you know practitioners of holistic healing that, like Dr. Cowden and Dr. Tony Bark. And so we're very very fortunate and blessed you know to have found them as as uh, you know people as, as physicians to treat my daughter. That's right. Yeah, it's interesting that you got into the mystical aspect of it as well, because that's mm-hmm. a very powerful way of tapping into your own self-healing, because the body is actually capable of quite a lot if we realize that we are part of a greater being, I guess, if you will, and tapping into that does allow some pretty miraculous things to happen. Um, You're getting me started on a topic I'm extremely passionate about, which literally is my roadmap for the rest of my life, and one of which obviously may, may demand you know, an entire show, right? And, and, and as you said, I mean, literally a body is, is, is a mass of, I mean, the physical body is part of a greater whole, and, and it's really energy, right, that flows through. And it's that energy that gives us the vitality, and and the power to be able to do things, and the ability to be creative, the ability to discover, the ability to be happy, the ability to love, and all of that, 
And uh, again, five, six thousand years ago, Eastern you know spirituality had discovered that uh, unless those energy meridians, millions of those energy meridians or, or the cells are are completely open, and and you have energy from from the universe you know flowing through, um, you know disease happens, um, relationships you know start start to break. Uh, it has a debilitating impact on, on 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 your career and the way you deal with people. So it's it's actually very very profound and and uh, again very esoteric and 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 again something that we really brought to bear uh, as we are as we are in the process of healing our child because we didn't want to leave anything to chance. That's right. Yeah, I I think that the aspect of the the mystical side of healing is something that we do touch upon in this show. For example, we had a shaman on for a couple of episodes. Mm -hmm. She touched Mm -hmm. upon that. Um, We're touching upon it right now. And we're actually going to have a guest on in January. His name is Baba Ram. And Mm -hmm. he also, uh, using yoga and really diving very deeply into the mystical texts of yoga and Ayurveda, was able to heal himself from a broken back and stage four throat cancer. I completely, and, completely believe that because I've, I actually have a guru, you know, from India. His name is Baba Shivanand, who's actually bringing some of these esoteric secrets, uh, you know, to the masses for the first time. There was a time when this was very closely guarded. These are pro- probably the most closely guarded secrets, um, you know, of, of mankind, and they've made their way across. All of the world's great religions, right? In 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 different you know forms, if you will. Uh, but again, very closely guarded. I mean, the Knight Templars are are supposed to have been custodians of these of these secrets in in, in a Judeo-Christian you know context, um, etc. Uh, and again, those primordial sounds, the incantations that you can bring forth, you know, by way of your meditation, literally can raise your cosmic consciousness. And again, the, the the ultimate ultimate the holy grail is to be in the state of perpetual bliss, where you can actually access the divinity that you know lies resident within you. Which obviously, to to someone who's not exposed to uh, you know this this body of knowledge, can sound pretty hokey. But you know, it's it, it's again profound and and out there, right? For for people to learn, harness, and and apply to their to their own lives and. And, and uh, you know, well-being. That's right. Yeah, it is very profound and powerful and something that I want to reiterate on this show because the more it becomes mainstream, the more people can trust in their own power to heal themselves as opposed to relying on external forces to heal themselves. Uh, that's one of the great themes I'd like to bring out in this show is the power of looking inward and the power that is available when you look inward. So on that note, we need to get ready for another short break. And we are talking today about vaccines with my very special guest, Andy Day. His child was struck with a vaccine injury. And we are talking about what occurred and how he's using alternative methods to heal her. This is Sandra Malhotra with Generation Regeneration. And we'll be right back. Thank you so much. life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. A new health and wellness community is coming in January 2015 called holdtreatment.com. 
As a practitioner, you can increase your visibility by creating a detailed profile, posting blogs, advertising online and live events, and accepting online appointments. As a client, you can learn about holistic healing modalities, research practitioners to find the best one for you, and conveniently book online appointments, all for free. We aspire to change the way healthcare is practiced, and together, we can do it. Visit whole-treatment.com to find out more. GMOs, or genetically modified organisms, are plants or animals that have been genetically engineered with DNA from bacteria, viruses, or other plants and animals. These experimental combinations of genes from different species cannot occur in nature or in traditional crossbreeding. Most developed nations do not consider GMOs to be safe. Right now, over 80% of the corn and soy grown in the U.S. is genetically modified, and we should be able to choose whether we wish to consume these foods or not. Visit non-gmoproject.org forward slash learn dash more. For 27 years, Kidstar has empowered thousands of kids across the country. And now we have the opportunity to empower children around the world. Kidstar is announcing a new radio show called Voyage Earth. Voyage Earth will empower kids from across the world. Kidstar has created a Kickstarter campaign just for this new undertaking. By pledging to Kickstarter, you pledge for a future of empowered people to come. My name is Lindsay Marie from Bookworms. I want to thank you for being a backer of our Kickstarter. Kidstar, we empower kids. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. This is Generation Regeneration with Sandra Guy Malhotra. To connect with Sandra, send an email to Sandra Malhotra at wcubedcommunity.com or tweet at Sandra G. Malhotra, hashtag WeAreGenR. She looks forward to your comments. Now back to Generation Regeneration. And welcome back to Generation Regeneration. This is your host, Sandra Malhotra. And today we are talking with Andy Day about his daughter's vaccine injury, what occurred, and how they are pursuing alternative approaches to heal her body and mind. And this is our last segment. And I'd like to wrap up by asking Andy to discuss with us how he and his wife and his daughter got through this very heart-wrenching situation emotionally. Uh, he explained to us what happened and what they have done, but this situation is about as heart-wrenching as it can get with a child. So, Andy, can you talk to us about how you found the strength to do what you needed to do? Um, absolutely. Um, it, is, it is literally a personal spiritual renaissance, and what that means is, is I was I was listless when this happened. I mean, this is this is your parents' worst nightmare. There's there's no guidebook that tells you what to do, especially when you know you don't know what happened and and how do you deal with it? Where is the cure? Because this is this is completely off the mainstream, right? Um, so I was I was severely impacted. I, I'll humbly admit that I it I it subverted my career. I walked away from. A, a, a impending promotion at at a very large, you know, blue chip multinational company to take a step back, uh, you know, and and take the role in 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 locally, uh, just so that I could I could heal my daughter. Uh, I was emotionally fairly devastated, and 
I, I got to a point where I didn't think life was worth living. And, and then fortunately, you know, found my guru, who I, who I referred to. He's, he's got this very active channel on, on YouTube with his discourses where, again, he takes this profound, very esoteric wisdom and communicates. He's an amazing communicator, very charismatic. But much more importantly, he takes the, the esoteric ideas and, and translates into very consumable uh, you know, insights, wisdom, and guidance. And, and it's a message of hope. It is no matter how, you know, how much of grief, how much of pain, how much of you know, misfortune you face, uh, the, the trick, it's, it's, it's probably one of the best kept secrets of life is, is not, to, not to be distraught, not to imagine everything that can go wrong, but really focus on what you want, what is the outcome that you want to happen um, with your emotions, completely with your emotions. And then learning some of these incantations, uh, you know, which have again worked for five, 6,000 years to raise your you know, level of consciousness from just your physical body, your sense of pain, your sense of grief, um, to again an understanding that you have divinity, you know, resident within you. Getting above pain, getting above grief, getting above anger, getting above jealousy. Um, and, and, and when you start to do that and you start to feel this connection with your higher self and the universe, it just gives you the strength because you know that tomorrow is a better day. And in, in fact, you can make it happen with the power of your mind, with the power of your faith. Yes. Um, it, it's probably referred to as faith healing, you know, previously, but it's far deeper than that, right? It's literally this notion of your spiritual renaissance and finding your higher self. Yes. Yeah, what it sounds like it, you went through is is something I've heard referred to as a dark night of the soul, uh, a very dark chapter mm-hmm. of your life, which really gives rise to a spiritual awakening and making you into a person that you perhaps would not have been had you not gone through that. It's a tragic experience, but sometimes those are the things that really cause us to grow to heights that we previously would not have if everything was going along swimmingly. That, you know, fortunately or unfortunately is, is the truth, right? And in, so people deal with adversity in, you know, at least two ways. One is go down under because they're distraught and, you know, can't deal with it uh, in a very physical sense of the word. And, and this other path, which, you know, thanks to, thanks to the guidance of my guru, I witnessed was is, is understanding your higher self. Your, he calls it the soul agenda. What is the agenda of your soul? And when you do that, you know, how do you turn this, this pain, this adversity uh, into into something and actually drive it to a positive income, uh, to a positive outcome, yes. right? Based on you know the power of visualization, based on your cosmic consciousness, based on energy healing. So it's it's incredibly liberating. And again, as you mentioned, I'm probably not the person I was. I'm I'm I'm, I'm incredibly transformed because of this experience. Correct. Yes. Okay, let's begin now to summarize everything that we have discussed today. Um, your story is a very powerful and touching one. Uh, you've, you've been there and you have come out of it, I think, a more grounded and spiritual person. And there's a lot that can be learned from your story. And I think one heartfelt recommendation that we'd like to make for all, par- all parents as a result of this is to stop 
and educate yourself about the pros and cons of vaccinations so that whatever you choose to do, you will do so based on information and understanding and not simply because it's the status quo or because someone has tried to scare you into doing something that you're really not knowledgeable enough about. Certainly listening to this show is a good start, but more information can be gathered by looking at movies like Bought, which we've mentioned several times, and reading resources from some pretty progressive physicians, like we mentioned Dr. Tony Bark, we mentioned Dr. Lee Cowden, there are some other ones like Dr. Joseph Mercola, M-E-R-C-O-L-A, Dr. Suzanne Humphreys, and there's another Dr. Sherry Tenpenny. And all of these physicians have websites that are loaded with really good information. And furthermore, if you want to minimize your risk, one thing you can do is carefully consider the use of several vaccines that are of most concern. I think Andy pointed out one, the chickenpox vaccine. Another one is the HPV vaccine, known as Gardasil or Cervarix. And the third one is hepatitis B vaccine. Uh, You can find out more information on these online by doing research at focusautism.org and other websites. Uh, Those in particular should be carefully considered. And as far as the vaccine schedule for children, if you are concerned about the full schedule, one approach that you can take is to use something called the abbreviated vaccine schedule for the most effective ones. And this was actually mentioned in a previous show when we had on doctor of naturopathy, Jason Barker. He said that he used an abbreviated vaccine schedule for his children. So that is something that you can look into and consider. Um, There are some things which Andy started mentioning actually that you can consider also. Delaying vaccinations until age two. Give no more than one vaccination at a time and one vaccination only every six months. Avoid the cocktail of vaccinations. As Dr. Barker pointed out, that cocktail was put together mainly for the convenience of the physician in giving them to the child, uh, not because this cocktail can be tolerated well by all children. Um, Avoid the live virus vaccines. That's what Andy was saying about the chicken pox vaccine. Uh, Very scary situations can occur with those. Never give a vaccination to a sick child. They're much more dangerous if your child has a compromised immune system already. And avoiding vaccines that contain thimerosal, which is 50% mercury. Single vial vaccines are most likely to be thimerosal free. So avoiding things like flu shots from community vials dispensed at hospitals or drugstores, which will, it's highly likely they'll contain thimerosal. And also just doing everything that you can to build up the immune system. This is just a generally good rule for children and adults alike. Uh, By looking at things like vitamin C, vitamin D, avoiding sugar, fructose, and processed foods, getting enough rest, managing stress, uh, tapping into spirituality, like Andy said. Very important. Washing your hands. So... I think I'd like to summarize by saying, you know, parents, please educate yourselves. And like Andy said, uh, when tough situations in life do occur, looking into things like spirituality and tapping into the bigger picture. Okay. 
And that's all the time that we have for today. This is a huge topic, and it's probably something that I'll beg Andy to come back on and, and discuss with us some more. So thank you so much, Andy, for sharing your family's journey to overcome a vaccine injury. That It's a heartbreaking story, and we do wish you all the best with your daughter's recovery. Thanks so much, Sandy. I appreciate the opportunity again. Last words, if nothing else, um, if you want to start the journey of enlightenment, just check out the movie in a bot. It's, it's amazingly well-made, right? That's right. Okay. Thank you, everyone, for listening to us today. We will have an orthopedic surgeon and preventative medicine advocate on next week. His name's Dr. Christopher Nagy. It'll be a great show. Until then, let's keep the conversation going at Twitter, at Sajajim Malhotra, hashtag WeAreGenR. Namaste. Thank you for tuning in to Generation Regeneration with Sandra Guy Malhotra. Please join us again next Tuesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. In the coming week, think of the changes that you could make to regenerate your body, mind, and spirit. We'll be right back.